0: Mm, 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 mm. you're now tuned into the voice in the wilderness podcast i am your host carl lee christ vibes only let's get into this episode so thank you for tuning into this episode i was uh studying my word (laughs) but i found this verse and it to me it just reflects the time that we're in so much, and I, you know, and not even just in the world, but the state of believers in the world that we're in, right? And you know, we we're so all over the place because there's so many dynamics to the world, and the more we try and integrate ourselves into society and keep everyone comfortable. At the same time, we do a great injustice to what we really believe and to, like, God as a father, right? Because now, you know, when you take away, like, God as a actual father, okay, then maybe you can, you know, integrate all kinds of things into it. Because at the end, what you're kind of saying is it's not that personal to go that deep in that way. And it's interesting that that's what people do a lot of times. Like you don't think God is mad about that and, you know, in in kind of like re like define what he said when he said it. You know, so in the, in this you kind of have like God looking at the people in the state and pretty much pointing out, "I see, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it and then I'm going to elaborate as I do sometimes." So Let's go. This is Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 25. It says, Withhold thy foot from being unshod." That means you have on shoes. And thy throat from thirst. That means you're not thirsty. But thou saidest, there is no hope. No, for I have loved strangers, and after them will I go. As a thief is ashamed when he is found, so is the house of Israel ashamed. Their kings, their princes, and their priests, and their prophets, saying to a stock, Thou art my father, and to a stone, Thou hast brought me forth. For they have turned their backs unto me, and not their face. But in the time of their trouble, they will say, Arise and save us. Oh, my God. Oh, how disrespectful is that it's like i'm doing my thing but i believe in you like if stuff got bad i know who i pray to like that's look okay let me let me let me read that let me read some of that again okay here it goes but in the time of their trouble they will say arise and save us and that's just how people be like you know you listen to you listen to these people You know, and and I I hate to say it, some of it is us, some of it is our family members. They just kind of get into the zone, and it's like, no, you might see me doing anything, but when it's time to pray, I know who I pray to. (laughs) And, like, what do you do with that? Because, like, he's, I'm going to keep going back and forth into this one. First, he's like, first, the scripture is like, the verse is like, withhold thy feet from being unshod, That means you keep shoes on. You're not in a place of being thirsty. Like you're doing all right. It's pretty much like the state is, you know, nothing's wrong with you, right? But then just like, I have loved strangers and after them, will I go? It's like, I'm taking my good health and I'm, I'm going about doing what I want to do. I want to hear this. I like this, this, I'm drawn to this. And about this, is what I want to be about, and it's so much in the world that we don't want to separate ourselves from, and still want to be about, and still say, you know, I'm looking at you. God is God is where I'm really at, but it says you turned your back to me, but then you're looking at me with your face. So even though you're looking at me and you're saying, you know, I know, I know where my, I know where my salvation lies. You know, you actually turned your back. And what you really wait on is for something bad to happen for you to be getting drawn back in. And it's people that's living like that, right? Living like that. Like, okay. Now, like I said, for a lot of us, it is family members. And, and for some of us, it's straight up us. Some of us, we listening to this right now like, oh oh, that is straight up me. I know, like, I might be doing wrong. But let something happen and see if I don't know how to pray. Like, oh, Jesus. I'm almost feeling convicted even talking about this. But I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. And, and, and it says, oh, as a thief is ashamed when he is found, so is the house of Israel ashamed. So, like, you know, what what did it take for the thief To be ashamed it took for him to be found as the thief is ashamed when he is found so is israel we are we are the spiritual israel right so when the bible refers to israel it's talking about the group of separated people as believers that would that's the representation of us when you read the bible and you and it says like Israel and then it uses it broadly to to the to cover all of the people at this point when we read it as believers it's referring to us okay so even though that's a people we follow that covenant we are in that covenant of people so when it says Israel is a shame it's talking about you it's talking about the people at your church it's talking about all of y'all <laughs> and you know the crazy thing about it is we do our thing in come back to God in our feelings, come back to God, like, you know, so broken and hurt, like he played a part, you know, in uh, our acts, whatever it was that was, you know, causing us to be broken down and have to turn around ashamed. And, you know, it says, you know, what almost like we're waiting to have to come back and be like, uh, God, save me. Like you was just fine doing whatever you was doing and at that moment you was content with whatever the case was now this is this is another like crazy thing about it is it says like you know withhold thy foot from being unshod you have you you have your feet covered and thy throw from thirst you're not thirsty it's pretty much breaking down that you have the basic necessities to be okay right and then it says But thou sayest, there is no hope. Now, a lot of times, you know, that little, you know, there is no hope. Like, you're doing just good. You're doing just fine, right? But there's a choice being made. So, like, watch this. Withhold thy thy foot from being unshod, and thy throat from thirst. But, (laughs) you know, you get those preachers, and they're like, but God, but. Well, this is not a but God. This is a but look how you do, God. (laughs) And it's like. But thou sayest, there is no hope. No, for I have loved strangers and after them will I go. So like, you know, you're looking at it and he's saying, you know, there's no hope because there's something I love. And after it, I'm going to chase it. And that's the point that I'm saying a lot of people are dealing with right now. At this point in time is, I know the truth. I see the truth. I believe it. I look at it when God noticed. Like, you know, all of it is, like, it says, your face is pointed towards me. Your face is looking at me, but your back is turned towards me. That's distortion. You can't turn your head behind your back, but God is saying in the spirit, like, that's what you're doing. Like, you're saying it, and you're looking at me, and you you having the whole rundown of, like, looking At me like our relationship is good but really in your heart you made up a mind you made up your mind you you said yes it's a dead cause i'm hope it's it's a hopeless cause god i liked what i did i did what i liked and that's what i'ma do and god is saying you doing that but see when when you don't you don't think nothing's wrong with it but when 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 it crashes here you come for me here's the part where you're like oh god lord god you know, at some point, repenting, repenting got to be something you don't want to do so much. And I think doing it is what makes you get over some of the stuff that you want to do. Right. And, you know, when I listen to like some of these people and they're like, yeah, well, uh, you know, uh, you, Christians don't have to repent. They got saved and there's no need for that. God already. When they accepted that, there's no reason to like keep doing that. And what what is what is the issue? with that for one the bible says to repent and this is first john chapter one verse nine if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness boom right so that's that's new testament that's john that means you know uh the crucifixion was like a few books (laughs) in so like it's 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 obviously something that he's saying, like to implement in our walks with God, right? So, in the, but in the verse that I'm reading from, he's he's saying, you know that though. He's saying you you guys know, you guys know how to walk the walk. You know how to uh, feel like you know the feeling of what prayer is, the the vibe of like you get it, but you're choosing something you're choosing something and I know that when it goes a certain way you're going to come back. You're going to come back and that's almost when you want to see me. Like you want to see me when you're ready for something to be fixed. Now, the question the question is like what stranger what stranger has caused us to look away from to to like turn our backs towards God but then still look at him. In his, in this verse it's like their mind was made up, you know, uh, yes, I'm yes, I'm doing good. yes, I'm in good health. And you know, I'm on I'm in that place. I'm in that state of having my necessities handled. but I'm not drawing closer to you. I'm dealing with something that I'm acknowledging as a dead end because I f- I went off with somebody and I tried something new. And I did something I did something with some strangers and after and I liked it and after them, I'm going to keep following them. I'm telling you, this is hopeless, right? Now, while saying hopeless, that's that's saying I'm turning my back. That's the part where spiritually, you know, we've turned our back on something and concerning our relationship with God. But then he says, but even though you turned your back, your face is towards me, right? So you're going off, you're doing your thing, you're doing what you want to do, But you're you're trying to act like you're keeping something, right? Something still is, you know, I still know. I still got this connection. And, you know, it's acknowledging that God's aware that we're doing that. And then when it gets to a point where you're telling yourself, well, you you know, you know what, God, mm, this is hopeless, you're talking to the King of Kings and the Lords of in the Lord of Lords, who can look into any situation you're dealing with and just need you to turn it over. And you're saying this is hopeless because I did something that I don't want to let go of. Now, right there is that's 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 the point where I said that's what the world is saying right now. It's telling us to tell God this is hopeless. It's telling us to accept in our spirit. You're not changing that. You don't want to change that. You don't want to deal with that head on. You don't want to think you could actually get free of this stronghold. So tell God it's hopeless. And, you know, just kind of look at him enough. Just kind of just keep, keep somewhat of a relationship with him. And, you know, the interesting thing is it, it says, you know, you're living like that, but when uh, the situations get a certain way, then you'll, then you'll come praying to me, right? You know, and a lot of people talk about, you know, a, sto- a storm that, like, saved their life. You know, that they were so far at the bottom, and then God came through, and, you know, he was able to show himself a certain way. And, you know, it there's there's another part. It's right here where it says, um, saying to a stock, thou art my father, and to a stone, thou have brought me forth. Now, he's saying, like, you know, we're aware this is irrational. We're aware that this doesn't make sense, and you can't even really think this is true, right? Because there's no way um, stone brought you forth, or that a stock is your father. Whether it's uh, you know uh, just like the stock from you know um, uh, wheat, or you know even if it was livestock. Either way, like what it's saying is like, okay, let's let's break down how irrational you have become. Right. Okay. so now like you're living on some kind of like place of just I'm just accepting strange. And and I'm going to look at I'm going to read the definition to strange. Let's see what the definition of strange is, you know, because I know everybody got that little uh, show in mind and they don't they don't know exactly what what it means. So let's just see what it actually means. I know we think everything is just like, oh, that's weird. Strange means weird. But what it means is unusual are surprising in a way that's unsettling are hard to understand. See, that's strange. Hard to understand. Unusual. Surprising in a way that's unsettling. So now, you know, in an unsettling way, in a strange way, you like that. And, you know, and it kind of connects to that, like, not forbidden fruit, but just like something, uh, like, you know, it's like, this is, what is this? What is this? Is but but what is it what is it about that unsettling place that people tend to want to be in? It's like I'm happy here because I know I'm not settled in. I know there's no roots here, so I don't necessarily feel like I'm stuck. I could feel like this isn't secure and I'm kind of happy with the insecurity. So all I'm going to do is make sure my eyes is on God. Like <laughs> that, who, who told you who told you that that works? you know you to turn your back on God to look at him to do strange things to know that at a point if it get bad you go try to go back and pray like that's some flip floppy flippity flop flip flip that flop flop but it doesn't leave you there right because it says shame is on the way but when will you look at the shame? When will you look at the shame of the acts, of the things that you've been doing and taken a part of? Well, after they're exposed. After, just like it said, it said, as the, as the thief is ashamed when he is found out, so is the house of Israel ashamed. So, like, when it's in the dark. And you pulling it off, and it's low-key, and the circle of comfort that you around, all of everybody accepting the same stuff. Yeah, no, I, I know. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I, I feel the same way. Blah, blah, blah. The shame kicks in when it's found out. Now, people always think, you know, it's, you know, oh, who found out? Are. If we didn't feel so judged, we wouldn't be ashamed. But, see, shame... It's any You know, you don't have to be ashamed, <laughs> right, right? Like, there's things you don't have to be ashamed of. But if you are ashamed of them, that's your shame. That's yours. Sh- it's just like self-esteem. That's your self-esteem. That's your shame. I was ashamed. Like, nobody can just put shame up on you. Like, you, yes. Here's shame. Take this shame. It's like, uh, for what? Like, what do you mean? Take this shame. Nobody can give you shame, and that's why they came up with these phrases. Like, don't shame them for that. Like, uh, maybe that's just shameful within itself. Maybe it doesn't require anything other than. But you know, this is where they get the idea that, um, uh, like wrong is 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 relative. The idea that wrong is relative is if enough people agree about something being good. Then it becomes good because it's the cultural norm. This is this is like relative. This is what they mean when they're like, "Oh, well, it's it's relative." No, because you know, for us, it's not relative, right? You can't just decide. um, I'm gonna get enough of my friends around it, and then we go make we go like we're voting, God, and we decided to vote out what you said was something because at this point, we're enough to like be relative in our own correction. And that could be outside of what you want. And guess what? We're still going to look at you as the most high. Like, man, you know. And even though I came up with this with no particular subject in mind when I came up with it, because I said, like I said, it's such a broad place. There are so many people in a place of uh, not wanting to turn away from something That whatever you're feeling convicted about, because I didn't name it, is probably what your area of needing to turn over is. Because depending on what you're dealing with, you might feel like I'm talking exactly to you, right? But I don't know what subject you have in mind when I'm saying this because I feel like it's just so many. But the the, the hypocrisy behind it is what I'm referring to right the idea that you know i i i i'm ash- i'm a be i could be ashamed of this i could be embarrassed this came out right or and um i know it doesn't even make sense right um you know and with that being said because i know all of that and i know i'm choosing wrong and i know i'm taking care of enough where this is not even something i should say or something i'm dealing with i'm saying this is a hopeless cause because I went with the stranger and the stranger put me on and you know it's it's hard you know what I'm saying like and, and, and I, I really believe that God knows us individually and which is why like even in reading that verse you can still feel like some understanding isn't that crazy like even though I read it, God is not saying like, you know, and I don't answer. We actually see he has enough of a line of communication to have the conversation laid out. right? So you really have to ask yourself how valuable, how valuable is strange to you? how how how, how is it that you f- could feel okay putting something in between your relationship with God? Now, in that same ch- in that same chapter, It says, wherefore ye plead with me, ye all have transgressed against me, saith the Lord. So it's saying nobody is perfect, right? But where is it that you say, this cause, this thing right here is going to be a hopeless situation. Now, I I did the other podcast about being, the other episode about being hopeless, but it wasn't the same dynamics as the hopeless I'm talking about right now, where you're saying, give up on thinking this is going anywhere we're talking about for this case we're talking about relationship damaging right but now at the same time god is saying you know everybody everybody transgressed i'm not saying don't come back i'm not saying close the communication i'm not saying there's no there's nothing you're saying there's nothing i can do to get out of this god is saying something else he's saying everybody's everybody that's falling Everybody's made everybody's made mistakes. Everyone's transgressed against me. Right? So it's like now now that you know God didn't slam the door because you transgressed. Now that you know he's not looking to close communications because he's still communicating at this point. He's still talking to you. He's still trying to reach in there and bring you into a place. Now, hopelessness coming to the point. Now that's that in this in this passage, that's that's what That's what we're saying as a, as a people about a situation. This is hopeless because I, because this is hopeless because, okay, like, God, let me tell you why this is going to be hopeless. It's going to be hopeless because my flesh is really making it hard for me to fight this. And, but, and I'm not going to fight it. Like, that's why it's hopeless because it's it's hard for me to fight and I'm not going to fight it. What happened is something strange got followed. And you know, sometimes when you following something strange, right? When you out here and you doing your thing, you don't wanna hear it. Right? You don't wanna hear it. You don't wanna talk about it. You just you wanna be able to just do it and mind your business and people mind their business and you're not looking to hear the truth. But like the truth is mercy. The truth is God giving a shot. Like, watch this. I'm about to read this this right this chapter right here. This is First Kings chapter eighteen, verse twenty-one, and this is Elijah talking to Israel. He says, "And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long hold ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow Him; but if Baal, then follow Him." And the people answered him not a word. Right, so you're following strange things. You know, and it's funny that it said, hold thou. Now, what that means is how long are you going to stand between trying to figure out God or something else, right? How long are you going to be in this place of distortion? He, The Bible, the other verse, he said, your face is towards me. Your back is towards me. Is You know, you got your back turned towards me. That's like, you know, I'm not paying attention to you. But you turned your face towards me. So you between two places, your heart is is somewhere, and then your eyes is somewhere, right? Because if your back is towards, uh, towards something, then your your heart is in the other direction. That's what that's what you leaning towards, and then your your mind or your face, you go look with your face like, okay, I'm looking at you, right? But your heart is pointed in the other direction. You got your back towards God. So in this, it's, it's just crazy. Like in this verse, he says, "How long will you stand in here, between these two choices?" right? If, if, if God is the answer and you want, you want to look at him, follow him. And if he's not, then go where you're going, right? But what did they say back? They said not a word. Now, why didn't they say anything? They didn't say anything because it was too confronting. It was too direct. It was too much of what, what was real. And when you know too much, when you know too much, sometimes not saying something is the only answer you got. Like, really, you know what? It's time to wrap this up. Yeah, yeah, I got to wrap this up. You know what I mean? Why why do you feel like that? You feel like that because the real truth is going to pull you away, and you're going to have to figure out the real battle, which is how to break down this strange thing you got going on, how to break some of that off, right? And then that's the part where you're trying to tell yourself, man, it's hopeless. It ain't hopeless because God is there, and you're talking to him, and he hasn't stopped talking to you. When God is still talking to you, there is hope. You just got to, you got to, you got to burst, you got to, you got to build it up. You got to start building it up and you got to put yourself in that place. I always say you got to put yourself in a position to hear from God like you do, right? Are you going to be sitting somewhere between two places and God is like at a point, he's like, okay, this is the part where you choose up, right? People don't think it's going to come to a point where God is saying, okay, now, what is, what is your choice? What is the choice? And that is not going to be an actual ultimatum placed. But watch this. Watch this in Joshua, the book of Joshua, chapter 24, verse 15. Okay, sorry about that. And if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you dwell but as for me and my house we will serve the lord now the god of the emorites who are in the land ye dwell right now a lot of people are cel- are worshiping emorite gods and what i mean is gods of the culture gods of the culture See, because that's what happens he says are the gods of the emorites in whose land ye dwell influenced by the people around Right? Are you gonna follow the gods of the people around? In which case, for them in the Bible was the Amorites. Are you gonna let the TV tell you, you know, what what the move is for your spiritual walk for your salvation? That's over the top, right? Or are you gonna go with, you know, um, okay? At this point, when it says whether you go with the gods which were father served that were on the other side of the flood, right? So that means like that was at, when you look at the. um, this is this you see now. This this is really this is really deep. When you look at the sins that caused the flood, right? You got you got a lot of you got a lot of uh, you know th- ideas that people have about pre-flood world, right? And you have a lot of it was like mixing, you know, mixing stuff, science, uh, genetic engineering, you know, Nephilim, fallen angels, like so that gets really heavy. Right. So anyway, you put it, you got off like this or you got off like that. So it's like or, or, or I'm not going to tell you who it is. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you what you're supposed to do. But I'm going to tell you this for me in my house, for for me and what I know God wants it's going to have to be this. And I think that's a prime example of seeing a place in the Bible where where it's saying a choice must be made. It said, and if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, if you got a problem with God, that much. Because, you know, you got the people who don't want to do God because it's like, I just, I don't, I don't agree. Um, If it's that, I don't think, I don't think God, a God, a God that's good would, blank, blank. A God, why would that be a problem? You know, if you, if, if it seemed evil to you, if it seemed evil to you, and that's the part where it's like, sheesh. You know, but that's a capital L for that Lord. So he's saying if God, if, if the real God, if he if he don't seem just, stop staying between two places. If if you don't if you don't think you love God, don't sit there and be looking with your back towards him, but then looking at him. But if times get bad, you ready to pray. Like in your heart, in your in you know, you know the real place. That's why he even said it. Well, if it seem evil to you, that's that's really saying, like, yo, know, you know what you want to do, right? But really you do know, you do know what you need to do. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 14, we, for we are made partakers of Christ, if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end, while it is said today, if we will hear the voice, harden not your heart, as in the provocation. And, you know, provocation kind of sounds like a place. So I'm going to read the def- definition. And the definition is, action or speech that makes someone annoyed or angry especially deliberately so it means like when you hear it don't don't allow your spirit to get annoyed because somebody's telling you the truth because you know in, in the story when i when i said he said choose you this day they didn't say anything because there was a heart battle taking place and when you're having a heart battle a lot of times you have the ability to in that moment decide i'm angry with what i'm hearing Or I need to listen to what I'm hearing so I can make the right choice, whatever that choice may be. Like, you know, you have to take it in and make it make a deliberate, you know, but but don't intentionally make it something you're just angry and annoyed with just because it was said or just because it was brought up. You take it and build an offense, build, you know, you get offended And you get, you know, angry or annoyed. It's like, I heard this already. I didn't want to hear this. I want to stay with my strange thing. I still want that. And, you know, when it's time to go forward and you got to let some stuff go and God still has that communication open with you, take it. Don't let your heart get hard where you don't want to hear it and you don't want to go forward. And, you know, you want to stay where you you want to stay between two places because you think that's a real place. And God is saying it's not. It's not a real place. And there there comes to a point where any two, any in life, any two things that you might be holding on to, you might have to decide which one is the one. And, you know, for us to know all that God offers us and not want to take a part of it, because we already know what the world has to offer. And it's not much because it's pretty much like fleshy or glimmer and glam is pretty much like you know how i'm gonna be the guy or how i'm gonna get the what i'm attracted to how i'm gonna get her how she go get like you know what she want how she gonna be a baddie like you know the world the world's matter of fact there's a definition and it is in john chapter 1 verse 15 no verse 16 sorry for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh the lust of the eye and the pride of life and that's exactly what you're trading it for, some kind of lust, some kind of pride. You know, when God offers forgiveness and love and growth and, you know, these, these irreplaceable things that you don't get. Matter of fact, without, without what God offers, you know, who cares about, you know, the pride of life? Without love, without forgiveness and mercy and family and the things that come from living God, God's will for your life you know what i mean like so so even though like you know what what's offered that has you standing between two places that have us, us standing between two places when that point of who are you going to choose today takes place which it takes place all the time you know and and God and God doesn't break that communication with us so there is another point there's another point when you're saying i'm not letting this go that you got to reevaluate you got to look at it are the gods of the Emirates worth it? And you have to do like Joshua. And you got to say, as for me and for my house, we will serve the Lord. We're not serving um, the award show. We're not serving music videos. We're not serving lust, what we want to do. We're not serving you know, our desires, our these strongholds that we think uh, are really something to serve. But we're serving serving—we're serving God. I'm choosing God. I'm choosing Jesus. I'm choosing to separate myself from this world. And, you know, I feel like this one was a slightly longer episode, so I am going to wrap it up. But I'm going to say thank you for tuning in and checking it out. Have a blessed one. Boom, 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 boom.